1: Welcome back to the Live Podcast. My name is Aaron Alexander, and uh, I'm standing here in front of uh, a little North African Ocean, and I am uh, about to get run over by waves. Shit. <laughs> Hope I don't drop the computer. Holy God. Uh, really close to getting to the computer in the ocean. Um, trying to record you guys some sounds from a little uh, West African ocean sunrise session here. Sun is just cresting up over the mountains and uh, I'm hanging out here. About to go surf out front of a beautiful, beautiful location, about a 300 yard, they say it's more than that, but I think about 300 yard right hand wave. You gotta get out of the water and walk back when you get done surfing this mofo because it is so long and the current is so strong. Very, very interesting. Um, today's episode is with Mr. Ryan Hurst, and uh, Ryan Hurst is the founder of Gold Metal Bodies. He is a gymnast, he is an athlete, he is a rad, rad guy to talk to. I had a great time chatting with him. In this conversation, we get into actionable tips, how to make your butt stronger today, how to work on gymnastic skills, movement skills, general life skills, and uh, just how to be a better, better dude and/or chico. There are
0: also variations out there as well, and so just because uh, you know there are steps one, two, three, four doesn't mean that you necessarily need to hit all those. And people, blasphemy! What are you talking about? But but really, there's again, there's different ways to do things.
1: Um, really enjoyed talking to Mr. Ryan. And uh, hope you guys enjoy it as well Be sure to utilize The website AlignTherapy.com A-L-I-G-N-Therapy.com And there you will find The blog where I am documenting Various different movement practices That I am exploring throughout Europe and Africa And you will find the self-care kits. Por favor Purchase that little sucker Because it's going to help Keep your tissue moving well Keep your joints articulating The way that they're supposed to And um uh, It's gonna keep my travels funded, that's fantastic. Uh, Utilize Amazon portal website, that's great too. Something that I've been thinking about here this morning as I'm wandering around these rocks beside the ocean is uh, wandering barefoot, people. We gotta start developing our foot foundation, our feet foundation. I think something that happens with a lot of folks is we lack the support of our feet to sustain the musculature that we develop in our upper bodies and we end up moving kind of goofy. Really, really important that you do not move beyond the capacity of your feet. What does that mean exactly? When you're barefoot, you're not able to just jump all willy-nilly onto some rock. You have to be delicate. You have to jump with your whole entire body. You have to jump with your head and your shoulders and your spine and everything. If you're wearing four inch thick army boots, you can jump in just about anything. So I would suggest this week we tinker with taking our shoes off and start exploring how well we can move barefoot. Start really thinking of all the musculature and the joints, the articulations throughout our feet as being as important as any other muscle that we have in the rest of our body. Do not build beyond the capacity of your foundation it's like shooting a cannon out of a canoe. It's not what you want. You need to develop a nice, strong warship, then put the cannons on top of that thing. All right. Bam. Here we go. Sounds of the Ocean and Mr. Ryan Hurst. Wow.
2: A line Podcast.
1: What's your, your heart's desire?
0: I am a pretty chill guy. Uh, I am good for whatever you want to. You want to ask me any questions in the world? Why are my eyebrows so thick? I mean, it doesn't matter. You right. know, you just let me know what you want to well, talk recently about. Recently,
1: I got these hemorrhoids. You know, and I'm like, I've been working with it. You know, and I was like, I don't know. I figure you might have insight.
0: Yeah, well, you know, holding your breath while you squat—that's what happens, man. When you're on the that's toilet, you got to breathe,
1: brother. You got to breathe. And, you got to breathe. And, and and squatting when you poo, releasing the puborectal angle. The, the puborectalis rectalis, man. the sling. You
0: got funny to... story. I mean, when I went to <laughs> Japan for the very first time, you know, I was there. Uh, I was there for, as uh, I say, United States college. Right. Uh, I got the habit of saying uh, uni. I've been away for so long from the sure. United States. Aussie. <laughs> um, I tell you what, man, it was funny because I walked into my dorm room and it was a it was a squatter, just a hole in the floor. Yeah. And uh, I life. got used to it. And I tell you what, my squats are pretty awesome thanks to that. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's a big deal. You it know. is huge. But yeah, so yeah. we can we can get going. I had some some questions about. Sure, man. Uh, well, I mean, I think we'll just probably start with this. Um, interviews officially started. <laughs> <laughs> I think the really important thing with all this movement stuff is to be genuinely excited about what the heck you're doing, you know? And so many people, it's like, we have this, you know, I call it objective based fitness where it's like, I'm going to do 15 (laughs) reps of squat thrust. And then, uh, you know, and then I'm going to, you know, whatever it's like, then I'm going to go to the beach and I'm gonna look great. You know, we end up, it's all about the guns. It's It's all all about those are sweet (laughs) guns by the way, but it's, it's, it's like, we get so wrapped up in this end vision of what we're trying to create that we miss out on the joy of the moment, and the joy of the moment, you know, that is what keeps us young. That's what's that is the fountain of youth, you know. Absolutely. And I think that that's an interesting point to bring up with with Ito because you know he talks about getting to the point of improvisation. Usually, yeah. people improv way too early. You know, it's like day one you want to start improv and freestyle, and you like blow out your Pammy or whatever. You know, but it's if you can genuinely enjoy every aspect of your yeah. movement you're going to be great for the rest of your life. And it goes yeah. b- deeper than just, you know, how you, your muscle ups, it goes way more into your, your, the spirit in your eyes, you know, yeah. the skin quality, you know, your quality of thought, your, the way you, yeah. are you in, are you, uh, an animated imaginative person, you know, movement's all that stuff.
0: It's, and it is interesting, you know, um, last week I was in Costa Rica for a week with my family and, um, and my job is movement. I mean, that's what I do. I get, I'm pretty, pretty lucky. Yeah, I get, to, I get yeah. paid to uh, move around and do cool cool shit, as I like to say. The thing is, though, I decided when I was in Costa Rica, I, I am not, you're drinking sake, aren't you?
1: I'm wasted right now, Ryan.
0: I love it. I, <laughs> I love it.
1: I love it. No, this is tea. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> But i um, wasted. Yeah! Yeah!
0: <laughs> no, I decided. I said, you know what? Um, my typical routine is, is focusing on X kind of thing, you know, each day and whatnot. And I, I threw it out the window. And I just decided I am just going to move and do the stuff that I really want to do, uh, that I want to do with my family. The reason why is I believe that's why... And that's what we should be after. You know, um, muscle-ups, you mentioned muscle-ups, the one-arm handstand, the front levers, all that good stuff, you know, I can do it, I train for it, but really when it comes down to it, who gives a shit? I got to be perfectly (laughs) honest, right? Okay? I could put out a video today and I could be like, watch me, I can do all this cool shit, but does it really matter? If you're unhappy in your training, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, if you don't love life... And, and you don't train for the stuff that you want to do in your life. What's the point, man? And so, right. like, for example, when we were in Costa Rica, in the morning my wife woke up, uh, we would get up, like, 5.30, and we would go stand-up paddling. And we would do that, and we'd come back, we'd have a really good breakfast, and, hang, you know, with the family, hang out, and then we are like, all right, this so afternoon, let's go surfing. My kids have never been surfing ever we took them out they stood up they're surfing we're having fun i gotta tell you what you know that is the workout and that is why i train so hard it's to be able to do that stuff with my family uh to enjoy life to the fullest and not have to worry about oh if i go surfing i might um pull my taint or i I have no idea you know it's, it's 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 there's some but what i'm really getting at is 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 that fun side of things you know I love to train. That's I just do. And, and my job in GMB is that. I, I can train all day long if I really wanted to because that's what I get to do. Right. Andy, he's got his thing that he does in GMB. Jarlo has his thing that he does in GMB. And without the three of us, and actually to be honest, without all of the people who are involved in GMB, we got Rachel, Amber, and everybody else who's involved, it wouldn't work. But getting back to what I was saying, that fun aspect of it, why do you train? What is the point? Yeah. Go to the gym. Let me give you an example. Yeah. Kind of going off, but you got me all excited. Oh, here. that's great. That's great. We just got, my wife and I actually just got back from the YMCA. And they've got an incredible YMCA over here. It's you know, rock climbing walls, they've got just an incredible pool that's got a lot of different like, interesting things. It's not just a lap pool. Um, Just tons of different stuff. They've got a separate weight room for all the testosterone-ridden guys who want to do the powerlifting and everything, which I think is great. Um, Then you've got another section that's all like treadmills and stuff and whatnot, but my wife and I have been working out together, and um, I've only been doing the weighted stuff uh, three times a week. Now, for a lot of the people who know me, I don't usually do weights except for body weights, but... For example, I went into the gym with my wife today, and we were able to train together, and it's fun. I didn't count sets, I didn't count reps. All I was after was um, making sure that I worked my biceps and my abs, because that's all that matters. I'm just kidding, but but no, but you know, I go into the weight room, and and it's amazing how what's a good way to say this that people think that they have to be there, right. And if they miss a workout, that they're gonna die. Or if they don't do a certain type of exercise, they're gonna die. Right. Now, yes, people might, you know, be in there and they enjoy lifting. I do too. And today I, I lifted a lot of weight. I gotta be honest. You know, I did deadlifts, I, I did a lot of different stuff that I typically don't do. Right. But see, that was kind of cool because I let the situation decide what's going on. And yeah. so I'm in control. I'm in control. But I was kind of like, you know what? I kind of feel like doing this today. Yeah. And I have that physical autonomy to be able to go into pretty much any situation and be comfortable with it because I have the basics and I have that foundation down that allows me to explore. Right. And that's really what we're after. And I think that as long as you focus on that exploration by first having the basics down, then it opens up a lot of different options for anything. And like I was saying, like if you go somewhere and you want to try surfing, if you go somewhere and maybe you want to try a different sport, or or it really doesn't matter, if you have that foundation down, you know what's going on with your body. You have that strength. You have that flexibility. You have that motor control, which is so important, which a lot of people don't have. They're not comfortable in their skin, and they don't really know what they can do. And so when they try and do something – they screw their stuff up and that's not cool. So, you know, it doesn't matter. I go into the weight room today with my wife and um perfectly comfortable wherever we go and we're just about having fun. There's no ego there. The guy next to me was lifting like a gazillion pounds. It was pretty freaking awesome. Right. And I was just like, hey, here we go, you know. But it, it's cool, you know, be comfortable in your skin, figure out what you want to do. But again, like I was mentioning earlier, having that strength. And what is that strength for? Why are you doing it? Right. And then looking at flexibility and everybody's like, yeah, I need to be able to do a certain stretch or something. Well, no, you don't. You need to be able to have just the flexibility you need for what you want to do. But then you also have to have that motor control to be able to have that full physical
1: autonomy uh, over what's going on in your body. So, and How do you uh, recover from like a really good taint pool? A really good <laughs> taint pool? like a be, good one
0: a good one would be right here this ipa <laughs> okay. um
1: actually, that's what i thought yeah. Yeah. You know, that's
0: and, another thing too, interesting thing i usually don't drink beer but i've found that um, <laughs> here in the united states there's a lot of different kinds of beer wow. oh, i live spear beer and on
1: the way home we grabbed a uh, grab six pack. so after this uh that's my recovery drink. So, yeah, the the beer drinking, I think that's a really fantastic metaphor for movement practice. You know, it's like when you're like, I live in bed. I don't drink beer at all, actually. It's really it's really embarrassing, actually. If I like go out with, you know, say i go got like a date and I'm like, oh, I don't drink, by the way. It's like some people are really impressed and some people are like, ooh. Sure, I, right? I, it's like, do you have a problem? Like, what's, <laughs> are you, do you want a hug? Like, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know? you need some Yeah, you know, but sometimes what I do, what I will do, though, is I'll have a drink. Even though it doesn't really make me feel necessarily, like, great, it's worth it because it makes me connected with the group, you know? So when I stand outside of everybody, it's like, and I create that isolation, that is more degenerative than me saying like, oh, my liver can't handle it. Your liver is fine with a little wine or a little drink, like exactly. have a, yep. have a little cup of beer. Like it's not exactly. the end of the world, unless you have like some gluten intolerance or whatever, but you know, but it's like, sure. but I think that relates directly with your movement practice. You know, we get so obsessed with what we're doing. Sometimes it's like, have a deadlift, you know, or have a swim. Yep. Pull your taint. You know, it's, the, and this is so, so to give an example, like, I, I went to
0: Japan because uh, I was in martial arts and I went over and when I, God, I don't even remember how old I was, but basically I've been in Japan for about 23 years and so over half of my life I've been in Japan, but um, martial art, I was over there for martial art and it's, it's, it's just interesting because uh, the things you end up doing, just like what you're saying about having a drink or whatnot, and you can get so sucked into something, and it can just overwhelm you. And what I'm kind of going with this is saying you can be so focused on something that you forget that. There are other things out there and I'm not right. saying go out and explore different things and you shouldn't focus you – know, focusing on one thing is a bad thing. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that I was at a point where my entire life revolved around that one thing and if you were different for me, I didn't want to have anything to do with you yeah. like zero. Sure. And um, I was a dick. i'll just flat out say i was and and i'm surprised my wife has been with me for so long because she actually met me kind of at the pinnacle of my of my martial art career of sorts because that's what i did i was paid to do this stuff because i worked at a martial arts complex and i was teaching this stuff you know all the time and so it was like well if you're not a martial artist i I, no time for you you know but uh, the thing is, though, I mean, that is a good thing if that's really what you want to focus on. But I think the problem comes in that um, there needs to be a mutual respect for everything that you do. And there has to be a balance. And I think this, as we get older, this is something that I've learned a lot, especially about myself. I'm trying not to be as hard on myself as I used to be. Right. And uh, this is something that Jarlo and Andy tell me a lot and they've over the years. It's because they love me. And they get it and they're looking at at me from the outside and seeing how hard I am on myself. But, you know, I think that, that that balance is so important in life. And like you said, you know, going out and, you know, if you don't want to drink, that's perfectly fine. But, you know... Don't ruin it for everybody else. I What's guess the, is what it's, I'm the,
1: it's the connection and the integration. Yes. I, I don't. I. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm fine with saying I don't think drinking's really a healthy thing. At least like sure. binge drinking. Like oh, I agree with I, myself, you know. But yeah. but it's 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 the, the separation, you know? So what? something else that I'll do, and people are probably going to think I'm a raging hippie is I'll have a kombucha, you know? So we'll go out, I live in Bend where they, we take a kombucha on tap everywhere. You know, I've like grown yeah. my own kombucha for the years. That's great. You know? And so yeah. I go out and I have a pint of kombucha and everyone else has a pint of, you know, IPA, which makes me feel sleepy, you know? And it's, and it's like, and it's great. It works out, you know, but it's creating those walls between us that that's the bummer. But you just said something that I think is really great. You're thinking about you,
0: and not in a selfish way, but you know, what works for you? And and right. this is what I think that a lot of people have trouble with. And this is where, like, I think GMB is a lot different than than places out there. Is that what, what is good for you? What can I do to help you? With what you want to accomplish, not what somebody else tells you that you need to be doing, or you know you've got to be doing this. You, if you don't do it this way, then you're a bad person, or any of that. Excuse me for saying, freaking bullshit out there. Okay, (laughs) you know, no. (laughs) Is this good for you? Okay, we all have different ways of training. We all have different goals. Now, even if we do have similar goals, let's say like maybe somebody wants to get the get the planche. Maybe somebody wants to get a one-armed handstand. Great. You know what? There's more than one way to get it. Right. And the thing is, is each person is going to be different. Right. And so I think that unfortunately a lot of people out there get sucked into this fitness world right. of saying, okay, it's got to be this way. And, and you know what? I think that's bullshit. It no. doesn't. You don't. You just need to figure out what do you really want. And, and if you want it, great, Okay. How bad do you want it? How can I help you get that right. in a way that's beneficial to you and matches your lifestyle? Yeah. And I think this is why a lot of people are really attracted to GMB. Is for one, we're not full of shit. Right. We just basically say as it is. I mean, this is what you see is what you get. You know, we're real people. Right. You know, I've got two kids, an amazing wife, but I'm just a dude, right. you know, just enjoying life. And I'm going to be doing things differently than you. And so, if you want to learn a handstand, great. Here's some options for the handstand. This is how you can get to it. Maybe if that's not working for you, here's another option. And so, I think that's what's a little bit different than some of the other places out there. And so, um, I'm not going to talk names or anything like that because that's not me. Um, I really, you know, I've got so many good, good close friends in the fitness industry you know one of my closest friends is mike fitch with animal flow you know al cavadlo just so many different people out there who support each other and so there's no reason for people to be out there arguing with each other and saying you know ours is you know yours is wrong or things like that there's always different ways and so find what works for you and and find a coach who works
1: well with you and and stick with it Right. So. so I don't want to ruin <clears throat> the organic conversation with talking about actual gymnastics stuff, but I'm, I'm going to, hopefully it doesn't ruin it, you know, but so I play with uh, yeah. gymnastic rings a lot. Um, I'm, right, I'm totally crummy, you know, it's like, I can do like, you know, front lever, but I got to straddle, you know, because I'm, I'm weak. you know, like how, what oh, is, man. what's oh. the best, one of the things that I'm curious about, which I've been in the, the fitness industry for the last 12 years and I'm oh. still experimenting. I'm still like, you know, I don't really know what the perfect amount of time to wait between exercising is. It's like a constant, like I know what works pretty well for me. Similar with diet. I don't know the best diet. I've gone through so much stuff and heard so much fitness gurus and health gurus give me this, you know, great information. And it's like, Everyone says different stuff, you know. It's like I really trust this guy, and it's like, okay, that's that's the law. And then another guy's like, oh crap, I trust him too. What do I do? You know. So with time between working out, why
0: is that though? Why is it that each guru out there is saying something different? It works for them because that's what worked for them, right? And so, and this is the thing too that you know, there's a lot of great coaches out there, but most of them are pretty young, and and I got to be honest, I mean. You know, I was pretty cocky. Uh, you know, when I was younger, I knew everything. Right. And there was only one way. But the thing is, I think, again, as you get older, you realize that there's so many different ways. So, so the answer is not going to be an answer that you're going to want. <laughs> but, you know, the answer is basically, well, what works for you? And so the way that you need to figure this out is, is to me, uh, I think this is the way to look at it. Um, you, you do need to spend quality time building the base, that that foundation, if you will, um, for creating, you know, a nice house on top of that solid platform. Thing is, um, depending on what construction company you go with, there's going to be certain different, you know, certain times that they're going to say, you know, it's going to take a couple months, it's going to take a year or whatnot. Right. So what do you do? um, you need to kind of look inside and like, like literally like look at your body Hmm. and you need to see where you're coming from. And so, um, we have a lot of different people coming in uh, from a lot of different places. Now, some people will be able to, let's just look at the front lever. Front lever is a good example because you're looking at the gymnastic rings. Um, how is your Core strength. And by core strength this time around, I'm not talking about can you do a plank? Can you do sit-ups? No. Can you do, for example, um, a solid pull-to-inverted hang with your arms straight? Okay, yeah, great. If you can do that, that probably means that your core is relatively strong for what we need to do, okay? So that's some of the things that you need. That's, well, one of the first things. But then after that, you got to try it. Right. And this is what a lot of people kind of miss is like you go out there and there's a lot of different protocols and they say, okay, you have to stick with this one basic movement for at least three months and before you move on to the next one. Right. But you know what? I don't agree. What I What I think is that, you know, we're adults. And unfortunately, the ego gets in the way. But if you kind of take that ego and put it to the side, and you can say, hey, listen, I'm an adult, and I don't want to mess my shit up, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to work on this, and I'm going to find a person that's going to be able to help me do this safely and understand where I am in my life so that I can do it without getting injured and but get there at a fast pace. So. You know, the answer is not it's going to take you six months. You have to hold it for 60 seconds before you move on. Though, who, who, who the hell came up with those? Who, who? I mean, honestly, I mean, there are people out there who so say you have to hold a particular position for 60 seconds before you move on.
1: Right. I, I want to see the science for that. What did, you, what did you follow when you were not able to get, focusing, focusing specifically on the front and back lever? Like, what was your methodology with it?
0: Oh, this is really easy. I gotta gotta be honest because it it all stems from my many, many years of doing gymnastics when I was young. This is how I trained and this is what I've come back to now. This is how we used to do it. Okay. My coach, there's certain levels in gymnastics, of course, but what it was is at a certain age, um, you know, you start to do particular tricks and so, um, I'm going to give you an example of gymnastics. Then I'm going to come back to a person who, at my age, took a break for about—jeez, I don't even know how long—I stopped when I was 18, and I came back to gymnastic-oriented movements stuff when I was 35. Oh, okay, nice. so, so it's pretty big break. That must have been cool. Uh, so, so when I was young, it was basically they would build you up, just you know, slowly. And they have the time to do that. You know, you start off in the basic classes, and then once you get the foundation down, if they think that you're ready for it, then they will headhunt you. Well, headhunt is that they will basically search you out for the team, and you try out for the team. And if you, if they think you have maybe um, good enough you know, foundation and they'll start, you know, training you to be able to do stuff. So you work on straight arm strength, you work up bent arm strength and whatnot. But the way that we would train when we were on the gymnastics team was this way. Uh, there's six events. And so we would do three events on each day. So you wouldn't do six, you wouldn't train for six events each day, but there's only a certain amount of time. So we would have, let's say, 30 minutes to work on the rings And usually we'd only have three guys. So what would happen is one guy would do his stuff, then come down. The other guy would go, and you get a break. And so there's three people you rotate, and you just do your tricks as many times as you can during that 30 minutes. Okay? Hmm. So how many reps did you do? Who the hell knows? Who the hell cares? Were you able to progress? Yes. But you worked at that pace, you know, and that level you were at that day. So auto regulation. Right. This is something else we use in in, in uh, gold medal bodies right now, GMB fitness. Same way. This is the same way we train right now. But basically, that's how it was. Okay? Huh. Thirty minutes are done, you go on to your next thing, you start working your skills, and you just keep doing the skill until you get it. And and not that day. I mean, if it's thirty minutes, you don't get it, tough shit. You come back to it, you know, two, three days later and you work on it. Now, jump forward and what I Started or when I, you know, Jarlo and I first started uh, Gold Medal Bodies, you know, he sent me rings and I got back into it. I didn't count reps or sets and things like that. But when I created Rings One and when we first put that out, we had to put in sets and reps because let's be honest, people like numbers. Yeah, they love it first. Right. They love it. Oh, how long should I hold the top position with the rings turned out? Right. Okay. Well. A good goal, you know, in the beginning would be about twenty seconds, and working up from there, you know, right? Okay, how many times should I do the dips in order to get strong? Well, you know, if you're working on strength, then you know, five to eight, typical strength thing, right? And if you're working on hypertrophy, blah blah blah, you know, twelve whatever, so or even ten to twelve. But thing is, we're working skills, right? And so the way that we do it in GB is we have certain phases. And so, like any skill that you're working on, the first thing is, is that strength and you focus on that basic, basic strength. Hmm. If you're working on front levers, what are you going to need to work on? You're going to have to work on straight arm strength you know, a little bit because a lot of people, when they do a front lever, they're going to end up bending that arm. And, you know, that is also looking at motor control, how your body's working together, what your core doing, you know, are you able to activate certain parts, do you have that scapular retraction and whatnot. And, you know, everything has to come together, but you can't just jump up and do it. So it comes down to strength. And so, for example, that's why one of the first things that we'll do when we work on front levers is work on the pulling, what I call the pulling prep. And it's just simply that straight arm, you're dead hang, and you're just... Nice. You're just doing that. I mean, that's all it is. You know, Different. both arms. Yeah. Both arms. You know, and, and that's it. And a lot of people can't even do that. So, so what I'm getting at though is how do you train this stuff? Well, first, you don't jump ahead. You don't jump ahead to the other stuff, to the sparkly, cool shit that you want to try. I'll just give it a try because I think I can do it and screw your stuff up. No, you <laughs> focus on the basics and and you get to the point where you're like, yeah. This is really easy for me. So, mm-hmm. recently, something that we've been doing in GMB, and um, this will come out pretty soon. But instead of looking at the rate of perceived uh, effort, rate of perceived technique, which is extremely important, you know, and, but instead of looking at those numbers, we're looking at feelings. Nice. And and so, how do you feel when you're doing this? Right. How is this? Is this? We're looking at ease of the movement. Nice. And ease is a good indicator, a very good indicator to let you know if you're ready for something else. Then we're looking at technique. And the technique isn't just looking at the rate of perceived technique where, you know, you have a scale from 1 to 5 or depending on where you're 1 to 10. It's, it's no numbers. It's these four phrases that we use. And if you get that feeling down, is it snappy? Right. And, that, and most people are like, "What snappy? Yeah, it might sound strange. But if you look at a person who can perform a skill and do it extremely well, it, bam, it's on, you know? Right. And it doesn't matter what level you're at, if you're at the very beginning working on your front lever, and you're feeling that, and the ease is like, oh yeah, it's just totally cool. Hey, you're ready to move on. Right. I don't give a shit if you can hold that thing for 60 seconds or not. You might be good and ready to go on. So what do right. you do? You move on and you test. Are you at a level where it's safe for you to start working that skill? Yeah. And, you know, some people are going to, you know, some other people are going to jump in. No, that's, that's not good because maybe your tendons aren't ready. Well, you know what? You try the next skill and you do that for a couple sessions. Your tendons are going to let you know if you're ready or not. And that's what we're talking about when we look at ease and we look at the technique. So instead of saying, you know, it has to be a certain number, it has to be a certain whatever, throwing that out the window, looking at these feelings and what's going on in your body, learning how to listen to your body and know when it's good for you to move on. And so that's where we're trying to go uh, or that's where we are going. Uh, with uh, the kind of training that we're doing.
1: Yeah, there's a good book that um, I mean it's, it's pretty encyclopedic-ish. Uh, I don't think that's that's the right way to say it. It's encyclopeda, encyclopedia-ish. Can we say it like that? It's uh, that, have you heard of Overcoming Gravity with Stephen Love? You ever heard of that thing before? He's
0: a friend of mine. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. And we actually yeah a couple of years ago uh, we actually uh, I think we did a big interview kind of thing together. And uh, neat guy. He's actually, you know, past two years he's been working on the next uh, volume of that. But yeah, oh, it's wow. a great book, and and there's a lot of stuff in there that he discusses uh, like that. Well, that's, and so, that's uh, what
1: I, that's what I liked about it is you know it's like a – I have it sitting in front of me actually. It's like a 400 page super manual. Yeah, it's
0: on, just good one for bicep curls, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so if you get it, know what you're getting yourself into. You know, and then, but one of the things that I liked about it is it does just that. It really it, it took away a lot of people. A lot of times we get so caught up in doing the one armed handstand or the one arm pull up or whatever it is, like you're all your focus and attention is on step two hundred and seven, where you really need to be thinking about step thirteen. You know, or step one. or step one, <laughs> right? Depending on where you're at, you know. Right, but it's like what he what he did really well in that and i'm sure you do with with uh, the gm gmb gold medal bodies the gmb is breaking down those individual things so if you want to do if you want to do like you know whatever a, th- a push up on your thumb like bruce lee or whatever start off on your knees and on your hands then yep. get up on your hands and your feet then get up yep. on take what, your pinky off then your ring finger off then your middle finger and eventually you exactly. can do it you know i think About that's the crucial thing Yeah.
0: So, and this is something else that I that I need to say that, um, and this is something recently that that we've also come across is that uh, people will also get too hooked up on the progressions right. and thinking it is just like this, 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 this. But remember, there are also variations out there as well. And so, just because uh, you know there are steps one, two, three, four, doesn't mean. But you necessarily need to hit all those, and people blasphemy. What are you talking about? Right. But, but really, there's again, there's different ways to do things, and so something. If you watch the tutorials that I do uh, on YouTube or whatnot, you'll notice that I say, okay, this is the way that that I, this is one way that I like to do it. Right. This is a, maybe a variation of it. This is a progression of it. But just like what you're saying, you know, jumping ahead is not going to do you any good if you can't get. The most basic version down. Something actually uh, just recently, uh, last week, well, the past month, even longer, something I'm really going back to is looking at the most basic version of a movement.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm actually, what's a good way to say this? I'm actually limiting myself um, by only using one movement. That's great. And I'm trying to see how many different variations of that movement I can come up with. Yeah. And so what I've found, though, is I'm actually getting stronger. Yeah. And so when I go back to the other movements, um, more advanced movements, I'm stronger. And so a lot of people miss the fact that the basics are where everything is at. That is it. Right. If you limit yourself if if you this is art we're talking art here if you if you look at you know Picasso was the same way what did he do every single morning he woke up he drew circles that's all he did hmm. he was looking at trying to draw the most perfect circle he could right. that's where he started right. but see that is where imagination that is where the beauty that is where everything comes from in my in and my, and all the people out there who are doing these wonderful things if they didn't have that foundation they didn't constantly go back to the basics explore those basics and see what other options are out there they wouldn't be where they are today right you know look at ichiro you know baseball player i am not a baseball player uh, but you know i'm a huge fan of him he is constantly going back to the basics even even you know now and he's always looking at how can i make the basics better because when you can make the basics better and see what other options are available there, everything else just explodes. Yeah. And that is that artistic, um, you know, freedom that you have. Yeah. And um, I could go on and on forever. I mean, music is the same way. I mean, going back and practicing scales, right. going back and work on your chord structure, you know, or, or if you're into singing, going back and just working on on voice. Uh, the the tones or whatnot, you know, I mean, that is what's really going to allow you to become a better and better and better and better version of yourself.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, it's it's like imagining your movement practice is like a tree, you know, it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, you want a burly, strong, girthy trunk, you know, and it's like, it's very, very, you know, the apples are way more fun to look at, so you immediately (laughs) want to jump to that. It's like, Take some time and really fill out the trunk. You oh know? yeah, and what you, and what, oh, yeah. we, what we learn and like from like martial arts. So I, 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 you know, off and on. I used to be really into jiu-jitsu. Now I'm, I just cool. need to get back into jujitsu. <laughs> you know, but it's like they say. It's like once you get your black belt, you know, it's like now you start learning. You know, well, and it's like you know once you get your purple belt, brown belt, whatever. Once you get to the point where you realize you don't know anything, you know, and you have good enough of a foundation to recognize the value in all of these subtle little movements that that's when you really start to understand what the heck it is you're doing. Yeah, and you can do this with anything. You know, it's that's like, exactly right. And that's, that's it, exactly it, you know relating to music, relating to squatting, relating to front levers, or whatever it is you want to. do, oh, relating yeah. to walking. I think walking is a crucial one. Spending oh, yeah. some time walking through the woods. Get the hell off the trail. You know, cruise through. Get jump on the sticks. Jump on the log. You know, feel the log. You know, really taking it as much of your peripheral reality as possible. Because it's all sensory information. It's Absolutely. developing your, your proprioceptions, your, your, your connection with the world. Yeah. You know, I think that's just so crucial to, to, to step back a little bit and get away from the bullshit of like, this is going to impress some girls. You know, getting late's fantastic, but it's like, come yeah. back a little bit and know that, you know, you'll have bushels of apples if you grow out your tree. Exactly.
0: You know, it's interesting you say, like, with the black belt thing, I'll touch on that quickly, you know, black belt in Japanese, Shodan. And Shodan, uh, if you look at the characters for Shodan, is first step. And so, you know, a lot of people miss that, and they think that the black belt is the end thing, where in Japan really it's just basically hurry up and get your black belt so you can start learning. That's the way that they look at it in Japan. Hmm. A lot of people think that, you know, get your black belt, you're done. But, you know, going back to saying what you, you know, I like that analogy of getting off the path because, you know, once you do know how to walk, uh, you know, it, it gives you the freedom to be able to explore. I, I, I keep coming back to this, but I think it's just so important. And I think that, that this is somewhere where that we really need to start focusing on. And, and a lot of us are. But this exploration right. and having the freedom to be able to do the stuff that we want to do instead of thinking that it has to be one way and that you know even you know gmb we give there's programs that we have out there but really those are just examples to lay the groundwork to allow you to explore yeah and be able to do the stuff that you want to do you know i don't want anyone to become a carbon copy of me that would be horrible right just absolutely horrible and
1: awkward (laughs) very awkward you know <laughs>
0: you know even <clears throat> we've got a lot of great trainers uh under i you know under me sounds horrible to say that but you know but but really we've got such a great group of people and they're all so different and they all bring so many different uh, wonderful qualities and that's really what we're after and so it's really tough to say exactly what we do in GMB because it's it's just so different. But basically, our, our big thing is that physical autonomy and being able to being able to have that 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 freedom to do what you want to do. But again, it just all comes down to the basics, and you know that's one of our our I think one of our better programs out there's elements that's where you start and it's just focusing on three major movements the bear monkey and frogger and people might kind of gloss over that and say "Ah, i can do that but we've got people you know coming from crossfit coming from just all these different uh, modalities and, and going holy shit i needed this and it's a really cool thing and all we're doing is we're looking at that that fundamental starting point And also that starting point, again, is not just for when you start with movement but when you come back and look at the basics because it's this upward spiral. And when you come back to the basics on a different level, you're going to see things that you didn't catch before within your body you know, and mentally too. The mental side of it, of course, is huge. And uh, again, getting back to the ego, if you think you know everything, well, you know what? Good for you. Yeah. Great, because really every day I wake up and I'm like, oh, you know, right. it's tough for me, you know, sometimes to even do this, what we're doing right now, because I'm, I'm like, well, today I learned something that I had no idea about, you know, yeah, that I should sure that way. Know, you know, right. and <laughs> like, wow, this is great. So,
1: you know, I'm always like, Re- shit. Yeah, recording covers, this is something that I've realized with myself was like a lot of times I'll say stuff passionately. You know, I'd be like, bow, 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 you know, the, 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 you know, and I'm like I'm feeling it, you no. know, and then I'll look back a year, a year later, I was like, oh, that was bullshit. That was, I don't really feel that way.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you, man. And this is what's cool too. I mean, you know, being able to grow. I think everything is, is, is about growth and uh, I'm the first person to admit, oh yeah, I, uh, I've kind of learned a lot and kind of changed uh, my view on that. So uh, nutrition is a huge one too. You know, it's like, I, you know, 10 years ago, I was like, no, it's got to be this way. And now I'm just like,
1: shit, right. No one knows. Yeah, anything. I like, I like the, I got this from Tucker Max's is uh, something like holding ideas strongly, having strong opinions, but holding them lightly. You know, so yeah. it's like being really, that's, being really into what you're into. But the second that someone's like, "Dude, that's 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 not right," you know, and you're like, "Prove it!" And they prove it. You're like, "All right, <laughs> no more. Moving right <laughs> along." You know, and that, that's fine. But we get caught on our ideas, and then all yes. of a sudden, the idea becomes, you know, who I am. It's like you're not the idea. They're just thoughts. They're passing thoughts. Same with with all your concepts of the world. It's gonna change, hopefully, unless you're a dummy. You know, but I want, to, I want to get back a little bit into the mechanics of movement because I think that, you sure. know, there are certain things with movement practice that the, the fundamental basics are important. You know, and you get into, I think practicing this again, kind of like Ido. Ido's good about chatting about this. You know, practicing dysfunctional positions is, there's sure. a lot of value in that. You know, but I think we should start, maybe start with the ones that are, you know, tried and true functional <laughs> mechanics. So one of the things that I see a lot with people is, um, you know, they're doing pull ups and their elbows are flaring or they're doing dips and they're rotating their arms in and they're perpetuating this hyperkyphosis and forward head posture. And, you know, they're, they're, they're turning themselves into turtles. They're putting stress on their elbows. They're putting stress on their shoulder joints. Their whole system is contrived, you know, because they haven't stacked up their, their blocks. Yes. You know, so can you talk a little bit about the value the value of that in the first place, but specifically, you know, if I'm doing, say, a dip, for example, why do I care about bringing my elbows in and and pointing my, you know, elbow pits forward, you know? Like, why why does any of that matter? Sure. Well,
0: uh, there's a phrase uh, I like to use a lot. Um, It's called tighter is lighter. And um, basically, you think about a structure of a person. And, you know, if you have your arms flared out or whatnot, or like let's say you're doing a handstand push-up or something like that and your elbows are flared out, obviously you're not going to be activating the whole body. And so, you know, in the martial art, this is also something that comes out. I mean, you want to keep things close and and be very, use the whole body, initiate the whole body, be more effective in what you're doing. And I think if you look at the dip, um, depending on what you're doing, but in the beginning, Right. In the beginning, right. looking at keeping that structure tight and close to your body is going to be not only more effective but more efficient um, and also uh, keep you from pulling your taint. And that's right. the most <laughs> important thing in the world.
1: And, um, yeah, sorry. I'm actually uh, pulling my taint right now. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it feels great. I don't know what you're talking uh, about.
0: I didn't know it was that kind of interview. oh. Uh, No, but structurally, yeah, this is something that you see a lot, and um, and uh, looking at full range of motion, you know, a lot of people uh, won't go into the full range of motion, but you also have to be very careful because mobility is an issue, and depending on where you're coming from, what kind of injuries you might have had, uh, your flexibility, your strength, basically, the integrity. Um, of your joint capsule in the shoulder, uh, what's going on with that? You do need to be cur- uh, Elbows, wrists, everything is all related, right. and so that's why. Again, coming back, you know, to this ego thing, yeah, you know, you'll see people, and they'll try to do the movement, and they're not quite ready to go as deep as they might have seen someone else do. Right. And you know, a good example might be. Like when I do my dips, I go almost below the bar and then come back through. Well, you know, I built up to be able to do that. But if you need to, just going down this much. Right. And this is something, you know, with Rings One, our Rings One program that I talk about a lot, that, you know, you only go down as far as you can that will allow you to get back up into the position with proper form. But what is proper form? Proper form is making sure in this case, Keeping the elbows in, keeping right. a tight core, keeping the legs locked, making sure that nothing is loosey-goosey and also that you're breathing throughout the movement. And so gradually working into these positions, again, working on the strength, working on the flexibility, working on the motor control to being able to accomplish that task in the manner – and the level that is good for you, and that's what it comes down to. So, yeah, why is that good? Well, it just comes down to smart mechanics. And so, um, you know, just like setting up the parallel bars to make sure that they are this wide, hey, that's a little wider than my shoulders, you know, so that you don't screw things up. So, good mechanics in the very beginning are extremely important. Thing is, is getting back to this, what we're saying, let's look at the squat if you say, okay, the squat has to be this way, well, you know, you have people out there who say, if your feet aren't this way, you will die. I mean, literally, there's one particular person out there who says that. Okay, great. You know, good. I think what he's doing is great. But the thing is, we're all different. And yeah, if you're loading the structure with a barbell or something like that, then yes, maybe that's a good position. But there are people who cannot get down into the squat. So what do we need to do? We first need to look at mechanics. What is going on? What is a good position? And how can we use uh, an aid? How can we use a chair? How can we use something that's going to allow this person to work on that flexibility? To make sure that they have the flexion in their ankles. To make sure that their knees aren't going to be jacked up. Making sure that their hip flexors are you know properly Working right. so that they can get down into that squat safely and not just get down just because someone says you have to be in a full squat or you're going to die. Yeah. So it's about really taking the time and looking at where you are that day using auto regulation. If you're not feeling it that day, then it's not your day. Come back to it tomorrow, work on a little bit. Focus on your flexibility. If you're doing dips, if you're having shoulder impingement impingement issues, then you need to figure that shit out. Right. Don't just keep doing dips and keep making it worse. Figure out the stretches uh, first. Go to a doctor, go look at a you know, go visit a physical therapist, figure out what's going on. And then once you know what's going on and they give you exercises to work on, and you've worked through those exercises diligently, gone back to that person, and they've said, okay, you're ready to start doing dips, then you can start working on stuff. Right. And so you know, once you go back to those dips, then slowly going into it, just like I was saying earlier, feeling what's going on. Don't try and go all the way down. First check and see how, you know, just go down a little bit, go back up. Go down a little bit more, then go back up. That's how you work things. Those are progressions, and a lot of people think that progressions are simply going, okay, once I can do a full dip, then I'm going to jump and I'm going to do, uh, you know, dip, press handstand. You know, screw that, okay? Right. This much every day or over the course of months you know gradually over a year builds up into some pretty cool stuff and and i talk about this a lot with the splits a lot of people are i can't do the splits you know i can't go all the way down well no shit you've got to work a little bit and take the time to be able to do it but if you only did like this much every single day just this much further down into the splits but you did that for 365 days well, you'd have oversplits is what you'd have. Right. And so, um, yeah, I mean, mechanics, body mechanics, and, and looking at a particular person and thinking that, you know, you need to do it exactly how they do it um, uh, can be a big ego, um, can detain where you want to go in, in, in what you want to do. So just figure out where you are. Right and 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 go from there. So I I don't know. I'm I'm getting a little into this because there's a lot of people out there who, who give gives some advice that I don't agree with. So uh,
2: right.
1: Uh, uh, if yeah, at any pardon. point I give some bullshit advice, you know, cane me down, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. I want to. I want you to send me vehemently send vehemently send me horrible emails, and I I need that. I need to be put in my place. I,
0: I'm know. a good guy like that. And this is the thing. This is another thing that I that I've got to say. Every person has a reason for saying what they're saying. And so it's just like anything. You look at a squat. Or, or here's another example. So in a seminar, I'll have a person do what we call the A-frame. And so the A-frame is basically just you start uh, you know, with your hands and your knees on the ground, shoulder width apart, and you just push your butt into the air. And so it like, looks kind of like the downward facing dog in yoga. And I bring three people out. And and I have everybody go at the same time, and I say, okay, which one is correct? And you know, everybody like, mm. you know what? They're all freaking correct because yeah. each person is at a different stage in their life right now, and they're dealing with whatever they're dealing with. So there is no right and wrong. It's just simply what it is where you are. Yeah. And this is another thing, you know, in life that I look at recently, especially now, because. It's not that something is right or wrong. It's just what it is. Right. And, you know, there are some things in life that I think are wrong. But the thing is, it's it, it, it's all a point of view. And so I think exercise can be that, too. People might watch certain exercises that I do. And and a lot of people will tell me, dude, that's wrong. And I'm like, you have no idea why I'm training this movement right now. Right. Here's an example for you. And I'm going to pick on this person. And I hope they're listening because... <laughs> <laughs> call him uh, out, Ryan. Call him out. Here we go. Um, I put a picture of what we call the hollow body plank. And uh-huh. so if you think of just a regular plank, you know, where your back is very flat. Yeah. And in uh, the hollow body plank is simply where you're pushing away from the floor. And you got this nice arched back, keeping the butt low, squeezing the body. And this yoga instructor sent me, sent a comment. Saying, you're doing that incorrectly. And blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know, you looked at a picture. Right. You're looking at a picture, a snapshot in time that I posted on Facebook. Right. Which is a bunch of crap anyway, but cuz everybody only posts their best pic, right? right? And 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 you're trying to tell me that something should be a particular way simply by looking at that, that one snapshot in time. Right. And so this is why, you know, I, I always want to know and I don't comment on things because I have no idea what that person is going through. I don't know what they're working on. Sure. You know, I don't know how much you know they've done up right. until now. So, you know, before I comment on anything and people send me emails all the time like, "Hey man, You know, they friend me on Facebook and all of a sudden they're just like, hey, you got five minutes to Skype so you can create a program for me? Nope. But, um, you know, but if they do ask a comment, you know, how's my form or something like that, then I need some background. You know, I need to know exactly what they're working on and and, and their goals and things like that. So um, I'm very slow to judge in that sense because, again, I, I have no idea where they're coming from or what they're working.
1: So, uh, so the visual that I, I was getting as we were as you were um, talking before was, I think that you know you can look at very very easily you can relate your body to like to building a house. You know, and I yeah. think that I think that you know I like to live life as much as possible. You know, directly at my limit of comfort. You know, and like just pushing it a little bit. You know, you yeah. push it too far, you end up you know pulling your taint. You know, but but <laughs> just enough to. That's going to be the boundaries. name
0: of this interview, right? No, I, think it, I
1: think it really is going to be. Actually, I was thinking that as you were talking, I was like, this is definitely going to be the taint interview. And um, you know, so. <laughs> And, uh, as we, you know, no, but, but it's like, well, it's a good point. Which, yeah. But so yeah. it's we, I think with that though, there's also, it's like, that's renovation to your house, you know? And if you are constantly living in a renovated house, that kind of sucks. You know, sometimes yeah. it's like. Man, we made this rad renovation. I can do perfect handstands or perfect push ups or perfect run for ten miles or whatever it is. Like I can nail this sometimes it 's okay to kind of swim around and like you know have a barbecue, have your friends over, and really be with the structure that you created it doesn 't always need to be i 'm not satisfied. I always have the construction worker coming sometimes. Be in your living room, sit in your I, couch, really experience what you have I really worked like for. That. I really like that, man. Oh, cool. That's that's good. I'm stealing that. Oh, that's um, yours. Yeah, yeah. I, got it. I, I did and, that for you.
0: That was That's yours now. I really like that <laughs> because I think that a lot of us out there and we forget. I mean, we we don't look at all the stuff that we've done and we don't let it. Just simmer, you know, and don't enjoy Enjoy the fact, you know, you got to marinate in that and you got to be like, this is pretty good and I'm doing okay. But, but I think that, I mean, I look at my kids, they're, they're, they're eight and six, um, this week and, um, it, it, it's fast. And what I mean by fast is, is the life that they're living right now, immediate gratification, and I'm going to sound really old when I say this, but it was like, you know, taking the time to appreciate things, uh, I don't know, it, it, it just seems recently that not a lot of people are doing that. Sure. And, you know, being in Costa Rica was great for me because I didn't take my computer and I wasn't online. It was just like, no. Right. And that's, that. I haven't done that in years, okay? Right. And for me, it was amazing because it actually gave me time to just be and I think that just what you said, we need more of that just being there. And this is another reason why I've come back to the basics. And, and that's because, I mean, yeah, I could be working on tons of new skills. And the biggest question that I get, I mean, the number one question I get, what skills are you working on right now? Right. What new skills are you working on right now? Right. I'll be honest with you, there is not a single new skill that I'm working on right now. That's right. What? There are tons of new skills that I'm working on because I'm working on the basics right. and new things are coming out of that because I'm just letting it you know, marinate, as you said. And, and I think it's great. Awesome. I think it's great. Um, oh, I like that. The house renovation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so one of the things I so want to say... So what new
0: skills am I working on?
1: I'm just kidding. No, no. <laughs> so seriously, let's talk, let's yeah, talk gymnastics. Yeah. You know, so, uh, it's great getting to chat with you. The one, the one quick quote that I wanted to interject there is um, I was talking with, with uh, Chris Ryan about this a Sex at Dawn fellow super super rad human being everyone check out Tangentially Speaking amazing podcast significantly better than my show I'm just joking I mean, I think, but I really do think it shows Yeah, I really do think it shows fantastic um, you know but one of the things that we had already mentioned in that one is, is, you know, I did a motorcycle trip a while back. I was like gone for seven months and I was cruising around all over the place. we like 12,000 miles. and It was awesome. You know, I had this leather bound journal and the very front of the leather bound journal, what I wrote down on that was this quote by somebody, which is the reason that we travel is to arrive to the place that she began and understand it, truly understand it for the first time. And I yes. think that that's something that we need to recognize with our movement practice, yes. with our relationships with our financial situation, with our, in you know, our business, with our, our connection to the anything, you know, it's like the reason that sometimes you need to unplug yourself literally metaphorically is to be able to step away and come back and not be in the thing, but actually be able to appreciate it for what it is and not be consumed so by true. it. You know, so, I think well, that relates to gymnastics relates to, to freaking everything, you everything. You know,
0: everything, every, you know. cause we get sucked into these things. I mean, I mean, think of, Th- really think about all of the pictures think of all of the video that you see on Facebook and and, and the times. and I'm not just talking movement I'm talking everything you know you could have the coolest I don't know I'm not into cars I'm not really into things okay but but you know maybe you just buy a car right. and and then the next day you see another car on Facebook or something that you think is really cool and you be like oh shit I just bought this car blah, 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 blah. but I mean Movement is the same thing, you know. Right. I think it's great because you see all these people putting out this incredible stuff. Right. It's inspiring, but I think it can also be frustrating because there's there's just too much information out there, yeah. and and we get sucked into it and thinking that we need to do something. But just like you said, if we can pull back, if we can shut things down right. a little bit and step away and just and just focus on what we're doing a little bit more. I think that would be wonderful, right. and. Taking that time out uh, to do that, you know, when you're working on something, just focus on that one thing. Right. And a lot of people don't get this, and I talk about it a lot. It's it's people think, "Why you only do one thing?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I've got this one main thing that I want to work on. Right. That's what I work on. You know, I'm not trying to do my deadlifts all the time if I'm going to be doing something else. You know, I'm doing them right now because right now it's open. Right. I'm on vacation. I right. am letting myself." Explore and do whatever the hell I want to each day. But if there's one thing I want to focus on, then I just focus on that thing, and I don't let outside um, influencers take over. And you know those sparkly little things, those those apples on the tree. You know I'm not like, oh, I want this apple too. Oh, I want this apple. Well, screw that. Right. Take that one apple and eat that sucker down to the core. Right. And just take your time. You know, take a bite. Put it down, really, You know, think about what's going on. You know, in, in your mouth when you're eating that up. And I'm kind of going off on a little t- tangent there, but I mean, a lot of people don't do that. It's like, oh, I just did my push-ups. I'm done. What's next? Right. Okay. What's next? Okay. Um,
1: right. Yeah, calm man. down. You know. So, so so um, how do people find you? How do people learn more about uh, GMB and just like if they if they do want to get that front lever, if they do want to you know figure out how to yeah, work man, this body yeah. thing, how do people find you? Yeah, gmb.io. That's it. Awesome.
0: Gmb.io. We are on. Fi- we're on pretty much anywhere you look. Just put GMB Fitness in there, and you will see my ugly mug up there with with the
1: beard. Um, I feel you know, like we could be related. Actually, I feel like yeah. we. we <laughs> I'm like, like I see a little resemblance here. Right that's, there. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's a great compliment to me. I apologize for saying that. That's, <laughs> if that's any offense to you.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, we're all over the place. And, um, you know, we really pride ourselves on the fact that uh, if you send us an email, we will always answer. That's yeah. us. Awesome. I mean, that, that's what it is. So, uh, GMB.io, Facebook, GMB Fitness, Instagram, Twitter, uh, what the hell else is out there? I mean, we're all over the place. So, uh, you know, send us a question. Uh, check us out. Uh, YouTube, GMB Fitness. Tons and tons of videos out there just ridiculous um, a lot of them me without my beard oh. but uh, send, drop us an email let us know how you're doing let us know you know what you need help with and we're there for you
1: awesome man I'm gonna go ice my taint for the night and uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be back to you about how that goes <laughs> all much.
0: right hope that goes <laughs> well for you so, uh, thank you so much for chatting man
1: yeah. uh, it, it, it was great awesome. thanks awesome. Brad, instructional videos on self-care, functional movement, how to get strong, how to get fast, how to get exactly what you want out of your body as well. Be sure to check out the self-care kit where it is is small enough to fit underneath the seat in your car. And it's like a physical therapist, a massage therapist, all wrapped up into one package. I know you guys are going to love the website. I know you guys are going to get a lot of value out of it. And I look forward to hearing your comments. All right. Bye.